Hi everyone, my name is Tanya Valentin and welcome to the When She Wakes, She Will Move Mountains podcast, based on the book by the same name, where I guide you through five steps to reconnecting with your wild, authentic inner queen. If you are looking to be inspired by honest, wholehearted conversations about womanhood, motherhood, growing older, spiritual awakenings, feminine leadership, and everything in between, then you are in the right place. To find out more about my book or to get transcriptions of the episodes, please go to my website www.tanyavalentinauthor.com. Hi everyone and welcome to the When She Wakes She Will Move Mountains podcast. Today I have a very special guest on the show, my eldest daughter Madison. Hi. <laughs> oh, Madison's a little bit nervous because she's never been on a podcast before, but I'm pretty sure we will have some fun. So this podcast is about um, women's stories. And um, I just really wanted to share or give Madison an opportunity to share her story. We, um, and especially perhaps given some perspective of how, what it's like to be a daughter or a child of a, a, a woman who has gone from being asleep to awakening and moving into a higher level of, or a different version of herself. Because sometimes, you know, when we're in it, it's a very different perspective to, to the people in our family and how they see it. So thank you very much for coming to chat to me today, Madison. Could you tell me, tell us a little bit about yourself, about what you enjoy doing, what you're currently doing? Um, yeah, sure. So I am currently studying at uh, Massey University. I'm studying fine arts. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely a lot of fun. Um, definitely not something that I thought I would be doing, but it's definitely something that I wanted to do. And it, it feels good to be following my dreams and who I feel I am personally. Um, I enjoy, uh, making music, uh, writing, drawing, um, it, as a person in the future, I really want to be a writer. Um, so that's definitely, uh, the thing I enjoy the most doing. I like expressing myself through art and literature. And I just, you know, I see so much of myself, of my younger self and you, Maddie, <laughs> because I've always wanted, I've always been a creative person, always wanted to be a writer, always really loved writing poetry when I was younger. And um, it just makes me so proud to see you following your dreams and the things that you know make you come alive on the inside so um has have you always known that you you wanted to follow a career in arts um I feel like as like a little kid I always really enjoyed um creating things like making things like either out of like you know play-doh or just like sitting for hours like drawing or like creating characters and just 
I really enjoyed being in my imagination and doing things within my imagination. Um, I kind of lost that a bit at the beginning of primary school, but it kind of picked back up again, especially when um, we had to do like creative writing or um, any type of storytelling within school. Um, and then from then it just kind of like built up from there and it became something that I just became really passionate about and something that I put all my effort into and I found myself losing effort in other areas of things and it was like the thing I enjoyed the most in life was creating things and so um, I think from it, it was lost for a little bit but it's always been there yeah and do you, was that something that you felt was nurtured in you as you grew up? Um, that's a really complicated question. <laughs> uh, maybe near the beginning, it was definitely there. Because, like, as, as kids, you're really, like, pushed to, you know, create things and become your own person. It, it kind of died down more, um, like, the... I don't know, being um, supported within that, um, especially when it came to intermediate and um, like that sort of stuff, uh, kind of because like grades were more important. You have to be good with like math and science and you have to do all these things because like those are the jobs that pay better. And it was kind of something that was kind of ingrained into me through society, um, some somewhat through my parents and, um, you know, definitely through the teachers, you know, um, even though I really did still excel like excel in um arts and writing and stuff it it, it became uh more of like a a guilty pleasure than a talent like something that I felt like I really couldn't share um but that definitely changed a lot when um when uh I think when my mom like awoke like that's something it was like something obviously she was keeping quiet within herself all those sort of things and so she was scared to show that it was okay for me to do that because of like the fear that she had within herself and so um when she became more you know she wrote more and she like created more and she started becoming like this this new person um I felt very like very inspired and supported because it was something that like I, I saw my parent doing so I was like oh I can do that too it's okay and um definitely um why I'm in art school right now Thank you, Maddie. We will be back after this little break. Hey, it's Tanya here. So many women reach a point in their life where they look in the mirror and they don't even recognize the woman standing in front of them anymore. Where they reflect on their life and they think, wow, there has to be more. There has to be more to my precious one and only life. And then they start searching, start searching for things outside of themselves to complete them, to save them. And without realizing that they are already whole, they are already complete. They already have everything inside of themselves to be their very own hero, their very own queen. This was certainly my own experience. 
And something I write about in my book, When She Wakes, She Will Move Mountains. I wrote this book not only to share my story, but to offer you hope and to offer you real, concrete, tangible tools and things that you can do to move yourself from powerless, nameless maiden to your own awakened queen. If this is something that resonates with you, please buy my book, When She Wakes, She Will Move Mountains, available on Amazon, and please follow me on Goodreads. So what was it like? Um, I know that thinking back to our family um, and what happened in our family, um, I know there was a stage where I, I remember where I was just incredibly unhappy and quite depressed and then I went went on a retreat and came back and decided that that things were going to change and I changed and and how was that for you the change yeah oh um that moment of our life like as a family was an incredibly difficult moment um we just moved uh my sister and I were in boarding school um that big change of everything happening all at once um we like moved like it wasn't just we moved house it was like we moved city um and I personally um suffer from autism uh so change is a change is a big thing for me um not something I deal with very well and I remember right at the beginning when like I started noticing you changing um I remember even having conversations with you like who are you like what is this you know you're not my mom like it was like a big thing for me like the big change of like a person and at the time being like maybe 13, 14 at the time, it was, it was quite a, like a, a scary moment. Um, like, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> uh, but um, like growing older, it's um, it's occurred to me that it was such a good thing and it, it is a good thing. I just didn't understand it at the time because um, I was like going through stuff myself. So I was like, you know, but um yeah, at the time, I can say it was it was pretty shocking, scary. What do you wish I would have done differently? At, around that time? Yeah, around that time. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like it was just a big um, uh, change. Uh, like, you guys, you and Dad, um, were, like, you were fighting back, which was something that I wasn't, used to as like a kid it was it was it was usually you know you were silent and it was it was weird hearing your voice in that way I, I didn't understand um uh I really don't know uh it was just a lot of changes at once perhaps explaining it but then again I was quite young I don't know how you would have explained it in the correct way mm -hmm. I guess it's a it's a difficult situation. I feel like it's really situational um, to like the people. Mm. Sorry about that, Maddie. It's okay. 
And in terms of, you know, like me rediscovering myself as a writer, finding my voice, what does that mean? What does that mean for you? Um, I remember in the beginning, I was really angry. Well, I'm not angry, frustrated. I was here, I was frustrated. Because it was around after the time you started, like, beforehand, you weren't paying attention to my writing or my creations because you were so, like, stuck in yourself with with the depression and everything going on. And, you know, you were really busy because you are running a business and, like, you didn't have time for that and you kind of pushed it aside and never really paid attention to it. And then you started writing and I felt very upset because I was like, Hey, <laughs> I was trying to do that and you weren't paying attention to it and you weren't seeming like it was a good thing and now you're doing it. So I felt like you were being a bit hypocritical at the time. Definitely. Um, but then it kind of grew into more admiration. Like, hey, my mom's doing that, which means it's okay for me to do that. And it definitely helped me fight more and be like, this is okay. This is what I want to do. And this is like a, a needed career. Because like when the world goes away and the next race of humans comes forward, like the last thing they got, like the first thing they're going to see is 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 art and, and writing. And, and it, it shows history. And it also shows like what we were as people. And it's such an important thing. If we take away the arts, you, you got nothing. Yeah. So, so true. You know, I think, yeah, we, we, we really, really underestimate the importance of, of art and story yeah. shaping our culture. Yeah. Um, so it was actually really, really, really cool seeing my mom doing that and um, having somebody I look up to so much doing something that I want to do. It definitely gave me the courage to do it myself. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for that perspective. And um, I know that, you know, you are, you are, you know, you are such a talented young, young woman, <laughs> uh, just in awe of your poetry and, and your art. You, you just do the most amazing things with drawings that I, you know, your doodle looks like, you know, something that probably I would take like hours and hours to do and I still wouldn't get it anywhere as, as beautiful. <laughs> um, so what, what advice would you give to the next generation of artists and writers you know, dreaming about following following their dreams in the arts. What you know, what would you what would you say to them? Never give up. There are times where you look at what you're creating and you thought, oh, we could go, it was so much better. And now look at this. You're constantly evolving and you're constantly taking from other people. You read something and you see something and you connect with that in your brain. So you start writing that way and and you're just a mashup of everything that you've ever seen. Um, and every and everything you will see, and I feel like it's so important to never give up on yourself, and and constantly, constantly just keep going. And that thing that you're scared of writing, that thing that's always constantly like eating away at you, write that, because if you're scared of it, it's going to change the world. Oh, oh God, goosebumps! <laughs> <laughs> and and. If you could go back to little Maddie. Oh goodness, yep. <laughs> yeah. Um what what advice would you give her? 
don't be so afraid. It's, it's definitely, it's not the world's fault. It's the people's fault. The world's not horrible. The world's beautiful. People can hurt. People can do things that make people hurt and they can definitely crush your dreams. But the thing you got to hold on to the most is you, you've got to understand that the only person you really need is you and you are so powerful and you're going to change the world one day. Thank you for joining Madison and I for this episode of When She Wakes, She Will Move Mountains. For a full transcription of this episode, please go to my website, www.tanyavalentinauthor.com.